Well, hello, welcome back to another episode of Let's Open the Bible. It's Russ and Bill Greenwood with you here today as we uh, are opening our Bibles today to discuss uh, heaven a little bit more. Hello, Bill yes, Greenwood. Yes, Dr. Russell Fox, thank you. Yeah, good to see you again. I appreciate you filling in a little bit here, and uh, uh, hopefully uh, this has been good for you. It's, it's been encouraging for me. Um, one of the things I mentioned, Dr. or, or Randy Alcorn, I don't know if he was a doctor or not, but Randy Alcorn's book on heaven, uh, and I've actually run into this before, uh, where people kind of have this idea that heaven is, and one of the reasons why we don't long for heaven is because we view heaven as being boring. Right. Um, we... Many people have this idea, and I don't really know where this idea came from, that we'll basically be these cherubs with little wings floating around on clouds, playing a harp all day. And i got to be honest with you, that yeah. does not interest yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, I, in, I probably could think of things that I would uh, um, find more boring than that, but I would struggle to find anything. Right. That, yes. you know. So unfortunately, and, and actually Randy Alcorn does a good job of, of providing a, a reason for that. And, uh, and, and effectively what he goes is he points to a passage of scripture that talks about how Satan has blasphemed God and he has blasphemed heaven basically. Yes. And, uh, in other words, he is, he has said about God, that which is evil. He has said about heaven, that which is evil or untrue. And the result of that is we live in a broken fallen world. And so we're easily uh, deceived uh, with the limitations that we have as, as people. And so somewhere through the course of that, we've ended up with this idea of heaven that, well, frankly, it's boring. Right. And nobody is looking forward to an eternity of floating around on little clouds with little cherub wings playing a harp, including this guy. I'm not interested in that, but praise God, yes. heaven is so much more than it that. It is, it is. And we're not going to tackle all that heaven heaven is today or all that heaven is this week if, if we continue this discussion. But one thing we uh, do want to tackle today is uh, the aspect of being busy in heaven. We're not going to sit around and play harps. So, um, listener, if you want to find the book of Revelation, chapter 7, Verse 15, I'm going to pray, and Bill, would you mind reading that verse yes, when we get there? Sure. Okay, let's pray. Lord God, we just thank you for your grace and your mercy that we do not deserve. Father, you are God. There is no other. No one exists like you. And Lord, you have seen fit to look in our direction. The, the, the fact that you have seen fit to look in our direction is mind-boggling to me. Uh, but Lord, you have, and so we, we praise you for that. And and Father, we thank you for the future and the hope that you have in store for us. Lord, I pray that we would all look to your word to find out more about what that future and that hope is, and that we would come to the realization that we have much to look forward to. There's so much to be excited about that you have in store for us, that heaven is not a boring place. It is a glorious place, a place of worship, a place of work, a place of relationship, but most importantly, it is where you are. And so, Father, I, I pray that the conversations we have here today uh, would be encouraging, encouraging for us and encouraging for the listener that stumbles upon this podcast. We praise you, Lord. We ask this all in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. All right. From Revelation uh, chapter 7, verse 15, they therefore that are before the throne of God, serve him, serve him day and night in his temple. Amen. So 
obviously from from this passage we're not going to be floating around with a harp playing uh, that harp we're going to be serving the lord and look it says day and night yes working shall we say uh, yeah and, and in fact, uh, another verse that kind of echoes this is in uh, Revelation 22. Uh, and it says there in Revelation 22, verse 3, there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants, that's believers, shall serve him. Mm-hmm. This is incredibly encouraging. It is. Um, and it really shouldn't surprise us that that we will, uh, we will have a role. Mm-hmm. Now we're not going to get in today um, the new heavens and the new earth. We're not going to get into where and how specifically we will serve Him because I, I don't think that's the point here. Yes, I think the point is heaven's not going to be boring. Right, that's the central thrust here, isn't it? Yeah, we we have a role. Uh, and and there are many other passages of Scripture that we can turn to that may kind of define that role. There are some we, we looked at, we even talked about uh, from Luke, where you know perhaps there's some type of leadership position. I I, I wrestle with that a little bit because sure. I don't know that every if everybody's a leader with right. God, then who right. who are they leading, right? right. So, uh, but maybe that's not the point either. Maybe it's right. not who we're leading; it's what we're leading. Right. Maybe, yeah. Um, so there are certainly mysteries. We know that Paul was called up to the third heaven, right? right. But that he was commanded not to speak right. uh, about the things he heard. But yet John was, mm-hmm. Daniel right. was, yes, uh, right. Ezekiel, yes, was. So there's much we can learn about heaven with a discerning eye, and with the power and influence of the Holy Spirit uh, that indwells us to be able to understand these things a little better and long for them. And long for them. Right. Yeah. I just think that's so important. We we live in such a fallen, broken world that's not safe. Right. But it's what we know. Right. And work was given before the fall, was it not? Absolutely. In fact, I'm glad you, you said that. Um, in Genesis chapter 1, and I, I think this is really important. The order is important here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what we're what we're seeing here is a type and shadow right. of what, to a degree, it may look different. I don't know, but a type and shadow of what we have to look forward to in heaven. Yes, to good a way to put it. Good way to put it. Uh, because again, this is prior to the fall. This is in Eden, so this is a time in which sin did not yet exist. A time in which God has uh, is going to look on His creation and declare that it is very good. Right. And and He says, uh, actually, you know what? Verse twenty seven and then twenty eight says, "So God created man in His own image. In the image of God, He created him. Male and female, He created them." Verse twenty eight. Then God blessed them. Uh, that that is an interesting word choice. He blessed them, and God said to them, "Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth." Well, all of these things—the work, uh, the enjoyment of uh, procreation, 
all of these things are part of what it means to be blessed. Mm-hmm. Right. And we see here that, that Adam and Eve are given uh, responsibility. Yes. In a pre-sin state. Right. We have every reason then to conclude, along with the passage from Revelation, that we will have responsibility in heaven. Right. Indeed. Don't know what that'll look I like. I think that uh, is something to look forward to. Yeah, that we'll be in God's presence uh, doing, you know, He, God is at work, and uh, He has given us assignments to that will be incredibly fulfilling and meaningful and exciting. So, uh, believer, be encouraged. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, I'm right there with you. And, and I just want to say, some of the people that are listening probably have a job that they yes. don't like. Right. And and I have been there. Sure. Right. I, I spent um, a lot of years working different jobs I didn't like, you know, all the way from fast food, uh, waiting tables, delivering food. Uh, even my, my primary vocation before God called me into the ministry really wasn't a vocation that I necessarily liked. It's, it's one that I happened to be reasonably okay at doing, uh, at least enough to pay the bills and survive for 25 years. But I can't, I can't be honest and, and, and suggest that I longed for it or right. that I loved it. It's sure. what I, I love the people sure. that I, I was with. God blessed me to be around great people. It was just doing something I didn't long for that, mm-hmm. or that, that I sure. even liked. And so fulfillment for me came when I began to serve the Lord mm-hmm. in the right. way in which he called me to do. Well, right. in a very real sense, I believe, listener, if you're dealing with a, a vocation that you don't like or even worse, that you hate, that you right. dread, that creates sure. anxieties and, and just different things, uh, find joy yes. in that there's a time coming right when you will feel fulfilled in serving the Lord in heaven, mm-hmm. in addition to whatever glorious aspects there is in heaven, one of the glorious aspects we have to look forward to yes. is finding fulfillment in serving our Lord. Right. Yes. What exactly that'll be, I don't know. Right. As a pastor, I'm reasonably certain he's not going to need me to preach the word <laughs> yeah. because the word will be there. Yes, yeah. right. He, he's not going to need me to do that. I, we were joking before uh, how I'll be out of a job, Yeah. Uh, but really I won't. No, that's right. Uh, I won't be out of a job. I'll just not be doing what I'm doing now. Right, sure. But there's no reason why we can't look forward with right. great anticipation yes. of what the Lord has for us. Yes. Now, we have a lot of listeners and, and a lot of church members around the world, uh, believers around the world that are dealing with severe physical limitations. Right. Prolonged health issues, right. cancer, sure. uh, disabilities that are un, uh, just unimaginable to, yes. to most of us. Man, let me just encourage you that that in the book of Revelation, we also learn that uh, that all things will be made new, mm-hmm. that in heaven there will be no more tears, right. no more grief, yes. no more suffering. And so those people that right now maybe cannot work, right. they're on disability. They will no longer be yes. on disability in That's heaven. That's right. They will actually be able to do that there, that which they cannot do here. Right. 
which is serve the Lord in the way that he wants him to serve. Mm-hmm. But because of the curse of sin, yes, uh, that, that their bodies will just not allow them to serve in the way mm-hmm. uh, that they would like to. Well, in heaven, they have something to really look forward to. Right, indeed. Yeah. And what a great promise. What a great right. blessing that is. Yes. From our all-sufficient creator who is worthy of our worship. And our worship and our work will be uh, intimately intertwined. That uh, work and worship will will merge uh, because of the glory and majesty of our Creator, Master, Lord, Redeemer. Amen to that. And and listener, let me just uh, let me just encourage you this way also. the The career I mentioned, twenty five years, I was a little slow on the, on the uptake on this. Uh, I'm not the sharpest stick in the in the uh, in the field. It took me a long time to realize that the the work that I did here was my ministry. Right, right. So let me just encourage you this way. Yes. I don't care what you do vocationally. You have an opportunity to serve him now. Yes. To be about his work, whether you're flipping burgers right. for some restaurant, whether you're a, a dishwasher somewhere, right. uh, delivering food, whether you're a lawyer, yeah. whether you're unemployed, whatever your situation is. Yeah. Maybe you're disabled. Sure. You can serve him mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Somebody you know, a neighbor, a friend, a family member, a coworker, a classmate, somebody you know is lost. Statistically, if you're a believer, mm-hmm. you know far more lost people than you do saved. Yes. And they need to hear about Jesus. Right. And you do your work there cleverly disguised as an ambassador for Christ. Right. Isn't that exciting? Oh, man. That, That's where our fulfillment yes. and our joy really should right. come into play. It should redeem uh, the tediousness of some of the work we have to do. I'll say this. In, that, in, that, in the car business that I spent so much time in, I really began to get very disgruntled. Right. In my role, in sure. my job. Yeah. Because that's really all it was. Right. But when the Lord finally broke through this concrete head of mine. Yeah. Right. And I finally understood that my work did not define me. My right. Savior does. Right. When I finally realized that my joy would never be found in what I did, but who I served. Right. When I finally realized that my uh, work was a mission. Mm-hmm. It was ministry. When I finally got yes. that, everything changed. Right, it does. Now, we're called to be good workers. Yes. Uh, that's the one of the better testimonies uh, for that which we'd like to share, uh, to do our work, do it well, and uh, not to be overbearing in, in our outreach, but to be sensitive, loving, uh, winsome in our work. Amen. And and I, I just felt a true, genuine sense of contentment with where the Lord had me as I realized that I had a ministry right where I was. Right. And, uh, and, and man, I, you know what I regret, though, is I regret how long it took me to I figure know, that but, out. Uh, I'm a slow learner here, too. But Sunday is intimately connected with Monday, isn't it? Oh, it, yes. We can't, leave, we can't leave Jesus sitting in the pew when we leave right. the church. Right, exactly. 
Uh, and, and so we should take him and, and the gospel with us everywhere we go. We right. have every reason to find contentment, not in what we do necessarily, but right. in who we serve. Who we serve. And uh, I believe in heaven we have that to look forward to sure. on a much more grand scale. Right. Because not only will we be serving him there, we will be serving with him there. Right. Uh, in, a, in a literal sense, we will be in his presence. Right. We will see him as he is. As he is, indeed. And one of the things we talked about in yesterday's episode was the, uh, we would be there spiritually, and then in the resurrection, we would be there bodily. One of the things I didn't say that probably needs to be said is, is that our body and spirit will be reunited right. yeah. in that moment. Uh, and, and, and as I was saying yesterday, our bodies will be glorified. Well, part of that glorification process that I didn't touch on is the ability to do that, which we cannot do now in our service to him. Right. Right. Yes. He will enable that then. Mm. This is good news. Yes. I think of a verse. Oh, the depth of the riches from Romans eleven thirty three. Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. His ways are unfathomable. They're past finding out. That is the depth of the riches, of the wisdom and knowledge of God and his perfect plan for his people. And one more, one more verse I want to share is from Psalm, 6, Psalm 1611. Yes. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. And what a beautiful promise this verse gives us here. Now, this isn't directly necessarily related to work, but the the reminder that what we have to look forward to are is joy and pleasures for all eternity. And if we're being honest, we get maybe brief glimpses of joy. Right. Brief glimpses of pleasures. Right both of which are not only brief, both of which are incomplete. Right. They're somehow skewed or tainted by sin. And so the Mm -hmm. things that we find joy in or pleasures in are not only uh, limited, as some of those things are actually sinful. Yes, indeed. And in heaven, because there are no limitations, we will see him as he is. We will experience joy and pleasures in a way we never have. Right. Somehow. Somehow, every one of our senses is limited by sin. Right. Imagine, and this was Alcorn illustrated this, and I I thought, man, that's that's really good. I personally don't eat a lot of apples, although uh, there are many that I like, but he he described, imagine being in heaven, walking among apple orchard, and picking an apple, and taking a bite, and experiencing uh, something so joyful, so wonderful that you've never been able to experience it before because the veil has been lifted. Right. You're no longer uh, tainted by the curse of sin. Yes. And in, in, even in just that one small bite yes. of one right. small apple, you have sure. yet but tasted the glories, the glories that await us in heaven. Yes. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yes. No wonder we're homesick. We should be. Yeah. Right. I, I hope we are. Right. And that's what I hope to uh, kind of paint the picture of in heaven, the glories that await us there so that we can truly long. Right. Truly And, and I hope long. we will long to invite others to go with us. Yes. Don't we? Yes, we need some companions. Yes, we do. Millions, billions. Right. To join us. Yeah. This is hot potato news. We mm-hmm. need to share it Very and invite good. others to 
go along with us. What a great promise we have in Jesus. And so, listener, thank you again for joining us on today's episode. Thank you again, uh, Bill Greenwood, for joining us in this discussion. And uh, just look forward to uh, continuing uh, the podcast episodes. Hopefully Gavin will be back tomorrow. If not, I may give you a 911. Uh, But listener, continue to just wrestle with the, the beautiful pictures that we have about heaven that God provides us in his word. They're not all found in the book of Revelation. They're not all found in Daniel. They're not all found in Ezekiel, but many are. Uh, Thessalonians we looked at. Uh, there are many other places you can look in the gospel of, uh, or any of the gospels. You can find tidbits here and there. Uh, hopefully we can continue to look at some of these things. And to God be the glory. Until we see you tomorrow, God bless.